0: Welcome to the maiden voyage of Tales from the Road. I know firsthand how valuable time is, and I value your investment. Before we begin, I'm reminded of one of the most powerful sentences in any book. Life is difficult. Scott Peck, The Road Less Traveled. It might be difficult and a real m effort at times, But what would happen if you started to take effort as a powerful creative force, as opposed to an annoying cane in the ass? 200 kilometers out on the long, hard road is difficult. I remember when I got my first pair of bike shoes and pedals. How many times did I fall down on my ass before I got it right? I don't know about you, but I've always had this little voice. Shit, let's be honest. It's at times a screaming, judgmental voice that has already pleaded its case to the judge, jury, and executioner. Get it right, and get it right, right now. Once you click into your bike shoes, there's a distinctive clicking sound, and you are now one with the bike. Clicked in to the what-ifs of a first date with pavement. Funny how get it right and get it right right now doesn't leave any wiggle room on a first date, and those butterflies in the stomach have morphed into your balls being lodged in your throat. In the bike shop, searching for those new shoes, I was strutting like a peacock, And as far as I was concerned, I had a big set of big brass ones. I was a cyclist in the shop and wanted so desperately to fit in. New bike shoes are so inviting, sleek, and limitless in the bike shop. On display isn't just a meager shoe with its flavor of fresh start and clean slate, but a ticket to endless possibilities and adventure. In the shop, there's no apprehension stuffed in the shoe. The shoe is loaded with conviction. The promise of something better. Don't forget the cleats, which make an unmistaken clicking sound once locked into the pedal. Click, click, there's no place like home. The click is a testament to commitment. This time it will be different with its ground-shaking, earth-shattering lightning bolt of electricity and the accompanying attendant, the accompanying atten...city. This time we will get it right and it will be perfect. The choice of shoe color is paramount. Cycling etiquette requires that your shoe color match your helmet color. Etiquette and unwritten rules are synonymous with fairness and an underlying sense of fitting in. Fitting in. Hasn't the question of what will they think of me already been answered? Once we get home and have to click in, it's a whole different story. I'll fall. There's no great escape. I'm clicked in and locked into the crash. What if they see me? fall down. Wasn't the new shoe supposed to shelter me from my fear and anxieties of the crash? Did I mistakenly forget my conviction and commitment in the bike shop? Hold on a sec, let me check in the bottom of the box. Ask any seasoned cyclist how they learned to ride with cycling shoes, and you'll get the same answer. You have to commit to the stumbles and falls. You have to fall down. Falling down is the process. That was then, and this is now, 15 years later. I still have to commit to the process. A process of putting my ass in the arena. 200K is 200K. 200K on a bike is playing big. Craig, Andrew, Ming, Mike and myself had little idea of what were in store for us on this ride from Phuket to Krabi. How can you have an opinion on an experience that you've never experienced before? It's human nature to rely on opinions and beliefs. Beliefs and opinions can be some of the best hiding spots in the world. Doesn't it make keeping score that much easier? There is nowhere to hide on a 200-kilometer ride. Whining, complaining, and excuses can't be a stand-in for integrity and character. You will need to ask yourself, what do you stand for? Each answer would be as varying as the riders and their different bikes. One thing is for certain. Five men set out to squash some beliefs and to have an experience. There is a point when beliefs are not enough. Beliefs will not get your ass up a hill. Experience will get your ass up that hill. Integrity and character are action verbs, not sitting still nouns. Beliefs do not make you bulletproof. Who wants to be bulletproof? I want to be vulnerable, human, and have experiences. Sooner or later, we need to take our balls out of our throat and take that leap of faith. Saturday morning at the 55-kilometer mark, is as good its time as any. For a little added mojo and swagger, we agreed on a 12-kilometer race for coffee. Rules were pretty simple. Loser buys coffee. Hold on, my friend. Where's my ready, set, go? Don't the majority of us wait to be ready? Wait, at least, until our balls are not lodged so tightly in our throat. I'm not ready is a handy ace up the sleeve. Lay that trump card on the end of a timing isn't right flush and you have a guaranteed sure thing. Once again, handcuffed by my beliefs versus experiences. At the 90-kilometer mark, we embarked on a truly memorable and picturesque climb. The kind of climb where you forget about trying to prove that the same old self-doubt is untrue. You have an experience. An experience that leads you higher and higher into the trees. The only sounds you hear are the melodies of the chirping birds and the breathing of the two-wheeled stallion next to you. That distant rev of a truck's engine lets you know that there is still a price to pay. For those of you unfamiliar with Canadiana, one of her majestic marvels, is a flock of Canadian geese flying in unison across the crisp prairie maroon sky. Teamwork. Collaboration. We centered. The watch... On my wrist said 8 hours and 37 minutes. That's a long, grueling day out on the bike and in the blitzing sun. Salty, dry sweat crusted my black shorts. My feet were on fire in my bike shoes. Fire feet are part of the price you must be willing to pay. Sizzled would be a mild understatement. Let's try well done and seared. Have you ever left a steak on the barbecue for just a little too long? You know when that trim of fat starts to curl up and all but disappears? No amount of barbecue sauce will bring that steak back to life. Beliefs and opinions can't resuscitate the steak. Ming, with his radiant and contagious smile, called out 194K when we rolled into our finish line. We were 6Ks short of the 200K mark. Starting at 7 that morning, it was now creeping up on 4 p.m. 194 kilometers is close enough, isn't it? Let me ask you this At what temperature does water boil? What happens at 99 degrees? Sweet fuck all. One degree is all that separates water from boiling and not boiling. Six kilometers might not sound like a big deal. If you're going to be impeccable with your word, then six kilometers is the distance between do or do not. Craig, Ming, and myself headed back out on the road to finish our last 6K. Who knows why we didn't add the six kilometers before we made the turn into the home stretch? It sure would have made for an easier use of willpower. One thing is for certain. Focusing on the problem will not create the solution. When we arrived back at the finish line, we saw Mike waiting with a front flat tire. Our support van was still out on the road. Mike immediately grabbed Ming's bike and his oversized bike shoes to tackle his last eight kilometers. Before we could find any newspapers, just stuff in the oversized bike shoes, Mike took off to finish what he started, playing big. As so happens on rides like this, there is a lone wolf who at times will get separated from the pack. A lone wolf who, no matter what, will finish what he started. He will ramble on. Andrew rolled in on the 212k mark. A left here instead of a right there, logging a few more kilometers on the road less traveled. One of the inherent truths of playing big is that it doesn't leave any wiggle room for any bullshit. You either play big and stand for something or you don't. My question for you, would you have settled for 194 kilometers? Before you can answer that, let me remind you of this. How can you have a belief on an experience that you have never experienced before? When all else fails, ramble on because what other choice do we have